Crypto Chat with Chapo, episode number 48. As we roll into today's nervous markets, we had a nice uh, bounce yesterday after um, some scurry times uh, through the night and the previous night in terms of price action. Uh, we did get a little bounce uh, up into the 19,000s, and uh, today we're rather skittish in the market because of the the FMOC or the FOMC meeting uh, today in uh, the United States, which uh, we're probably looking at another rate hike, uh, almost certainly. The the last outing was a 75 uh, rate hike, and I think that uh, that scared the markets quite a bit, and we had quite the big drop at this point. There are some concerns that we're looking at a full one point or 100 uh, rate hike which would be <laughs> that would cause a massive cascade uh, across uh, the crypto markets and legacy markets and I think the the market right now is just feeling a little bit nervous and squeamish uh, Bitcoin is down on the seven day down 15% and across uh, the last 24 hours, 1.2%. On Ethereum, down 21% over the last seven days, and 0.6% or 0.1% over the last uh, 24 hours, and it is falling. Everything seems to be uh, dropping down pretty, uh, pretty quickly, as uh, Bitcoin has in the last uh, hour dropped 20%. 1.1 is trading at. On CoinGecko, uh, 18,921, so it is sliding, and uh, I know that uh, CoinGecko doesn't have the most up-to-date uh, you know, price. It's pretty accurate, but uh, the real-time is uh, probably not quite as responsive. Let's see if I can pull up something on TradingView real quick to check that I do think that things are falling pretty rapidly. Let's see. Uh, NASDAQ, um, let's see, Bitcoin, NASDAQ is, is kind of teetering on the same spot. Let me just see if we can uh, pull up uh, crypto to BTC on this one. Let's see, we have BTC. And on Binance, we're looking at Binance. Yeah, it is, it is uh, rapidly falling. Again, this is Looking at uh, 18,890 currently on Binance in my TradingView uh, chart, so it, it is uh, very, very, very nervous. If we don't hold that 18 level, um, I think that it is going to be uh, blood everywhere in the streets. So <laughs> we'll see how that uh, shakes out. Uh, the rest of the top 10 that your outlier in that top 10 is XRP at uh, up actually 6.9% in the last 24 hours, probably uh, anticipation of what's going on with their SEC case. But everything else looking red and nervous. So uh, today I did want to talk about a project that I had my, I've had my eyes on for quite some time and actually have just a little bit of skin in the game uh, not too much just kind of a place marker for myself I've been following this uh, for quite some time 
uh, it's called Pokedex, and it's a more than just uh, a dex. It is running on, it will run on the Polkadot network, and I was going to um, outline some of the key features of Polkadot and why I'm excited about it and why I think it's um, an interesting dex that might be worth a, a look at um, in the future, uh, depending on how the markets uh, respond in the next you know weeks, months, days, uh, and, and see where it goes. I do think it's a strong a strong dex and has a lot of potential, but not financial advice to make sure you're doing your own research. So um, I pulled some of the documentation or the information from Pokedex's medium um, as it came across my you know checklist today as I was just kind of checking it checking up on projects that I'm interested in. And so in case you don't know a de decentralized exchange uh, users can trade tokens without giving the custody of those tokens over to the exchange. For example, um, if you've ever traded on Binance, you'll know this. Binance seems to do it a lot. Um, I don't trade much on Binance, really. I mostly use DEXs typically, but what uh, Binance does from time to time is they sort of halt your withdrawal. So if you were, let's say you're trading Let's say you have Ethereum on it or Avalanche, whatever, insert whatever uh, crypto that you have. Um, they might pause withdrawals for whatever reason. Uh, they don't even really have to give you a reason, and you can't access those funds. So let's say, for example, you wanted to move them for an arbitrage opportunity like they're trading a certain dex for um, more or less, and you have an opportunity to make some money. Um, it, that withdrawal could be halted. Uh, the other big one that has that came up in this phrase not your keys not your crypto or not your crypto not your keys whatever how the saying goes essentially saying coinbase in the summer it was whether they released it or it was just in discussion i can't really remember that in the event that there would be a, a bankruptcy of coinbase then all of those assets that are in the coinbase ecosystem you will or exchange are the property of coinbase so they could use the those cryptos which are yours in your mind for you know depending on what happens you know in bankruptcy or lawsuits and that's pretty frightening that they actually own those tokens so to speak um, while they'll they would disagree with that um, any of you that have been involved in any of these downfalls of some of these other cryptos you know that uh, just because you think you own it doesn't mean that you actually own it and there have been several instances where exchanges are freezing assets and not letting people uh, do withdrawals and so that's what you want to avoid now so a DEX automatically uh, operates on smart contracts and it allows the crypto trades to happen without a custodian in the middle so like a sex sex CEX sounded funny so you know so as I said Binance or Coinbase might suddenly eliminate uh, their crypto restriction so you might not even be able to trade it so a DEX is a decentralized exchange is going to solve that problem so Pokedex like Uniswap and SushiSwap are offering crypto traders a more sophisticated alternative to popular uh, 
centralized cryptocurrency exchanges like Coinbase and Binance. One of the great things that I do use these other DEXs for is you can pretty much buy any token you want before they're on Coinbase or Binance. In theory, getting them at a better price or a cheaper price before everybody else that is trading on a centralized exchange. Of course, the flip side is those of you that do this and you know this, you know, you lose money on some of these coins that are just trash and they go down or they're rugs or whatever, but you don't often find those on a set C C X. I don't know why it says it's weird to say that, but so there there's a little risk, but there's also advantage to that. So according to Pokedex they are going to be unique on a couple different things. So one, uh, they th this is in comparison to the other decentralized exchanges. So interoperability between blockchains. Yes, for Pokedex, you know Uniswap of course is not limited. SushiSwap um, has has some interoperability as they partnered with Layer One Technologies. So they are able to do that more than Uniswap. Typically, Uniswap is, you know, you can trade between uh, Arbitrum, uh, regular Ethereum, or, you know, Optimism. There's a very big limit. Now, SushiSwap has expanded that with Layer 1 technology, so it's not really fair to say they can't. PancakeSwap, however, um, is not interoperable. And then the other uh, decks on uh, Polkadot, PokeSwap, is interoperable. But the transition or the transaction speed is claiming up to uh, 500,000 per second TPS. That's the claim, and you know we'll see how that shakes out. Uniswap is much less, you know, a 10 to 20 ish. Uh, Pancake swap's pretty high. Sushi swap is pretty low, depending on what you know what actual blockchain you're using. Uh, the the great the really great thing here on Pokedex is the network fees. So they're claiming zero network fees. I think there is some uh, indication that per, per, perhaps if that swap or exchange has to be done solely on the Ethereum network, then then there might be some fees, but that will sh uh, shake out. The other really neat things are that they're planning for Pokedex to be to allow you to use trading bots like Hummingbird. I'm vaguely familiar with Hummingbird. I know what it is, never used it, um, but it would allow you to do uh, quick, and, quick and rapid changes um, based on a trading bot, which could be a great thing for a lot of people. Now, the one that I really like, which is going to take a lot of heat from uh, people, some sort of uh, hardliners in the crypto space, is that you'll be able to directly trade crypto for fiat. And the reason why I say it is, um, you know, hardliners might find a little issue is because in order to do this, they are going to have to do KYC, which is know your customer. That's where people really start to get nervous or it's kind of against the ego of, of crypto that, you know, you have to know your customer, like submit ID, for example, uh, to make trades. But overall, I think it's a great idea. You know, I'm not looking to skirt the law or skirt my taxes when it comes to, um, you know, my crypto, my crypto purchases and such. So I like the idea that if I can get a profit, it's easy for me to off ramp that through fiat money. To me, that sounds appealing. I know that others probably could have come up with a list of things why they don't like that, but I think it's a really great thing, and I think that it will help uh, 
Pokemon Pokedex in the future quite a bit. So the goal of uh, Pokedex is to bridge the gap between decentralized and centralized by creating the, what they describe as the ultimate trading experience for any type of cryptos, from the newbies to the professionals. So a centralized exchange is so easy for a newbie to do. So if you know once you have your account, you've done your KYC, you can get on there, search for the thing, hit the uh, the the market order, buy crypto, and you're done. You know on a on a decentralized exchange, it can be a little tricky. You know, especially if you're dealing with uh, slippage or you are looking for uh, a crypto that isn't well known yet, and you have to buy a contract address, you have to paste it in there, those types of things. So they're going to try to fuse some of these things together. So if Polkadot is claiming, uh, Polkadex is claiming that they go beyond the regular SWAT protocol, and and it uses uh, an order book based decentralized exchange built on a substrate. So they can also not only just swap the tokens. Uh, they can also uh, place market orders, limit orders, uh, execute trades at certain prices automatically in the order book, uh, trade the cryptos for fiat, as I said, uh, delegate crypto assets to third parties to profit from advanced trading features like bot trading. So those things that they can do on a centralized exchange. So we're going to do that through Pokedex in a decentralized environment. So I've played around a little bit with the beta. The site looks great. It's smooth. It's clean. I like the user interface. Um, I haven't. It's in beta, but I've I've created an account, but I haven't been able to actually connect it and try any uh, pseudo swaps or anything like that. So fake swaps, but it's pretty pretty cool. I like it. It looks smooth. So one of the the other issues that they're tackling with Pokedex is uh, the transaction cost. So you know, if you've ever traded on Ethereum, you know that depending on the network and the usage and the time of day, and if there's an NFT project, then those fees can be ridiculous. And you know, at the height of the last bull run and the height of the NFT market, I mean, you know, I would do a trade, and the, the transaction fee was equal to, and sometimes greater to, the value of what I was actually transacting. So this is sort of one of the, the ideas that will help PDEX grow, I think. So it's built on the Polkadot network, so the swaps are completely gas-free, and the cost of swapping the tokens is zero. And so fees on the standard market orders are currently at set at just 0.2%. So and I already mentioned, unless it absolutely has to happen on the Ethereum chain, the fees can get uh, avoided completely which is actually fantastic. So the, the Polkadot's trading engine, in their words, opens doors to a broader range of blockchains, liquidity, pools, and potential counterparties. And that makes the Polkadot kind of a aggregator, aggregator for cross-chain liquidity. And so with all the connected and the parachains of the dot network operating in the background, um, the trade execution is going is faster. Um, users can trade those uh, PDEX tokens or any tokens in less than 20 milliseconds or less, 20 milliseconds rather. So, and the off-chain order book that can handle processing volumes up to 500,000 trades per second while still providing that variability. And according to PDEX, this performance is unmatched on the market. 
So there's, they talked about a couple new technologies that I don't know enough about. So one is trusted execution enclaves, which allows a verified piece of code to be executed in a secure environment without the need for network consensus. So the drastic reduction or elimination of fees also leads to this strong point of uh, Pokedex. So trades are handled in a trustless basis in a paralyzed way, meaning it's first come, first serve, not as it is often on Ethereum. If you can pay the most, your transaction is going to go um, first. And this is, uh, happens on Ethereum uh, DEXs. So they, there is some uh, talk in the documentation about Pokeswap, which is another one on uh, the DOT network, uh, but it is main. Pokeswap is mainly for token swaps and doesn't often all offer all of the other options that PDEX plans to use on its launch. So if, if I'm looking at the PDEX price right now, um, right now it's trading at $1.38. It had a little bounce this morning uh, in the last 24 hours. It was up in to $1.43, and since the market is just teetering under that 18,000 right now. Just kind of sort of waiting for Powell to, to speak today because everybody else is not really having a lot of action. PDEX is trading at $1.38, which is quite frankly an extremely good entry in my opinion. It could go down in the short term for sure depending on what the market does. Uh, I have been following this for a while. I've told you um, I first got interested in it when it was at $5 back in in the summer of 2021 where we were kind of in the same sort of phase of what's going to happen. But I think a lot of that had to do with just the miners being packed up supposedly in China. And then we took this big dip, but then we did rebound and it went down to $5. And if we look up across the last year, let's see if this cuts into us. All right, so if we if we went back to... Our, our previous highs in November, it was trading at uh, 25, uh, 25. So that's a pretty darn high. And that isn't even the all-time high, which the all-time high was peak in the previous, right in May, right before everything just went to the crapper. Um, on around in, in the middle of May, it was trading at 39.38, which, you know, maybe overvalued at the time. I'm not real sure. Um, but I like I like PDEX. I like where it's going. I like what they're doing. It seems like they have an amazing team. And I would encourage you to get out there, do your own research on it, and see what you think. Um, this has been today's episode with Crypto Chat with Chapo. Thanks for listening. As always, make sure you get outside, be in the present moment, touch some grass, look up at the stars or the clouds, depending on what time it is where you're at. Breathe in the fresh air and be present. Have an amazing day. Thank you.